Hello, hello. Welcome to season two, episode one of Nyasha Misa Grace. Oh my goodness. So I'm Nana. Champagne popping. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Only there is actually no champagne. But just that moment when you're like, this is where we should have been popping champagne. But okay, I'm Nyasha. And so today for our first episode, we're going to go straight into anecdotes or haircut. Mm -hmm. We are going to talk about curl, curl patterns, and also shampoo. Mm -hmm. Um also knowing your hair goals yeah so i have a confession um mm-hmm. i am obsessed with curl patterns mm-hmm. i am obsessed with them i am at the point where i'm trying not to use product um so not having gel to really have the defined curls in my hair makes me feel a type of way and i'm realizing <laughs> this, this sounds like oh my goodness this sounds like you're, you're attacking someone please just come out straight in the open who are you attacking and why no, i think for me it's a case of trying to train myself to love my hair anyway my curl pattern as it is is, is amazing. My hair is gorgeous. I love my hair. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be defined, defined, defined at every single moment of the day, of the week. It's not mm-hmm. realistic. It's mm-hmm. not natural, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think the way in which we think about hair, mm-hmm. the way in which I think about my own hair has to change. My hair is not the issue. The yes. fact that my hair doesn't define all the time is not the issue. I'm the issue. Yes. And how I think about my hair is the yeah. issue. You, you're 50% there. Yeah. But why are you not using products? Because my hair does not need to be laden down with products. It's not benefiting my hair. So okay. I, by no products, I mean I'm not doing anything other than a little bit of castor oil and shea butter. That's enough for my hair as it is at the moment. Okay. It doesn't need a thousand and one brands. I think it's important <laughs> for you to explain to yeah. the listeners. Right. Because what you're saying is not what is heard mm. usually and normally. On more than one occasion, I have heard people speaking on platforms that give them a huge audience Mm -hmm. and saying this information of how, as black women, we need loads of products to use our hair. And I feel some type of way about that because it's not true. So I'd like you to just explain to the listeners where, because I I know where you're coming from. I need you to help them understand where you're coming from just because they are going to be thinking, hang on a minute, what does she mean she doesn't use products and what mm. does she mean? Because that is so new because it's something you're still trying to get used to because yeah. when you came across that, you were not converted. <laughs> Thank you for saying that yourself. I was very resistant. Okay, so I spoke to my stylist um, at Afrotility and we had a conversation. I just cut my hair and we were thinking about what I wanted for my hair. I wanted my hair to be healthy. I wanted it to be happy. Length and shrinking, that doesn't really phase me I just want it to be healthy I want my edges to grow back mm-hmm. which they are mm. um so we had a very frank conversation about the products I was using in my hair why am I using the products what's actually in the products and a lot of us will find that yes the curl defining moisturizer may do just that but what else is it doing what else is it putting into the hair Definitely. and why why do I feel I need it yeah um I think that to me mm. that is the biggest thing um, my my professional position is always, why do you feel you need that? Yeah. Because that's what tells you where a person's at and how they are functioning. And usually it tells me how much work I need to do yeah. with that person. Um, and it also tells me whether I need to just be fully booked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you cannot book an appointment. Oh. Some things cannot be saved. Yes. You know, so that is a very important question. Why? Why Why do you feel the need to use the products you are using? 
And then from that conversation was then also the conversation of you can actually train your hair to have the pattern that you want, to have the pattern that it naturally has with water and using minimal product. And mm. I'm like, you're lying to me. That is not possible. I really mm. didn't see how that could be done. Um, but I thought, mm, let me try it. Mm-hmm. Let me try it. And I did. I My hair gets very much moisturized. It loves water. Mm-hmm. And a little bit of castor oil, a little bit of shea butter. Not even as, not often, maybe once a week. And that, I'm just going to keep clarifying yes. what you're saying. You have that, prescription as it were yeah because of what your hair requires yes so that combination is not a combination for anybody everybody, and yeah. everybody so we're not saying go out there and only use sheer butter and castor oil because yes. at work i have people that i have banned from using sheer butter yeah i have people i've banned from using coconut oil i have things people i ban from using like proper a ban mm. like your hair doesn't need this stop it yes we, we have to do that so then again this is where your trained professional comes in because her job is to be able to understand your hair Mm -hmm. and help you to understand your hair so if you don't know what we're talking about in terms of the hair relationship people go back listen to season one episode six Mm -hmm. because we talk about the relationship between you your hair and your stylist right and essentially what what nana is describing is a situation where her hair has been allowed to speak Mm. she hasn't trained her hair. She'd like to think she's trained her hair. The truth of the matter is she has been trained by her hair to allow the hair to do what the hair was designed to do by her genes. Okay? And that's the place where we all need to get. Yeah. We just need to get to a place of accepting our hair. But that's a constant. For me right now, that is a constant thing that I am working on to accept Mm -hmm. it as it is. Um. And I, I sense that actually a lot of us haven't even started this journey yet. A lot of people don't know what their curl pattern looks like because yeah. the curl pattern that they think they have, that's not their hair. Yeah. That's product weighing mm. your hair down. Mm. And if you think I'm lying, well, hit me up. Let's mm-hmm. have a conversation because I'm telling you right here, right now, 90% of people who are naturals but are into all these products do not know what their natural curl pattern is because Mm. what your curl pattern is with either twists out and braids and all those things is not what your curl pattern is by itself without anything in it and a lot of my clients a lot of our clients even at work yeah (laughs) my clients our clients have a natural curl pattern yeah it's not what they thought they had sometimes it's not what they would like to have right but that's what they do have and we work with that. Mm-hmm. The same goes for me. My curl pattern, my natural curl pattern, I have a love-hate <laughs> relationship with it, okay? I have three curl patterns mm. on my head that are, now I can tell you it's three. It's three yeah. of them. They're well-defined because my hair is at that place where it's, I know, this corner, that corner, that corner, that corner. Like, it's, yeah, I've got loads of corners on my head. <laughs> but my curl pattern is now in its natural state right. because of it took two years to get my hair to that place where I don't use gel, I don't use anything, and yet people will comment on how curly my hair is. Right. They're like, what do you use for that? And it's like, beloved, what do I use for what? I just allow my hair to be my hair. Mm. Now, am I okay with that every single day? No. Why? Because I am a victim of marketing, okay? Yes. I'm a victim of people that are made to look and things that are sold. You know, I'm, I'm a victim of buying into every now and again 
false realities. Yes. Lies. Lies that marketers are. tell. Mm-hmm. Lies that ad- if anybody has ever worked on a commercial shoot for uh, a an ad or something like that, mm-hmm. They will tell you that half the time ice cream is not ice cream. Mm. I had a friend who worked in that industry and were like, we use mashed potato. <laughs> because otherwise, of course, the ice cream would <laughs> melt under studio lights. Yeah. And how many, you remember that um, situation that happened a few years ago with the um, mascara ads mm. where people had lash inserts and it was like, oh, the mascara does this and companies got into trouble with uh, trading standards because they were actually using lash inserts. And now they have to say the model or the ad was shot using lash inserts. This is what causes us to be dissatisfied with our own hair. Yeah. Because we're looking externally and we're looking at other things and we are wanting our hair to be something that our hair isn't. Instead of saying, okay, what am I working with? Yeah. Once your hair is healthy... And you're doing what works for your hair. Your curl, your curl pattern will show itself naturally. Right. It will just, it will appear mm. by itself. You, it will train you to get used to seeing it. It <laughs> yeah. won't, it won't need you to train it. That's a lot. That's a lot. And again, it's, it's literally just about me as an individual accepting it. Yeah. Allowing my hair to train yeah. me. Yeah. And also, and also, I think, look, understanding that we're not going to always like what we have every yes. day. I think, especially as women, yeah. I think it does happen to men as well. But, <laughs> but more with women, I think just men are less bombarded by yeah. certain things. Uh, though I have to say, I've noticed a trend amongst young guys, maybe like 25 and younger. Mm. I just think they have such a hard time now. They're they just up there with women as well. They just expected to, I don't know, there's a lot of pressure on them as well, which yeah. a part of me is like, yay, join the club. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, do we really need to be doing this to each other? No. But the beauty industry is like a two-edged sword. It is. It, it really is. And so you, at least for me, I want to be in it in a responsible way. Mm. So it's a question of being okay with the fact that there are some days you're going to wake up and think, oh, I'm not feeling my hair. Right. I'm not feeling this. And it's it's okay. Why are you not feeling it? Do you want to look into why you feel that way? Mm. Or do you just want to cut yourself some slack and think, yeah, it's all right. I'll just um I'll just ignore my hair for today. Yeah. Because maybe that's all your hair is asking for. Maybe you're in it too much. I do know people who are constantly in their hair way more than they need to be. And then mm. they're like, my hair does this and my hair did this and my and it's like, no, no, no. You're you're in your hair too much. There's some people whose hair does not like to be touched. It's like, just leave me alone. Yeah. Manage me when you need to do what you need to do when you need to. But most of the other times, just let me be. be. You might not like it, but loads of other people will walk down the street and they'll be like, oh, I want that hair. We've always got to remember it's true. that. It is true. Mm. Okay. Let's move on to that next point then about shampoo. Mm-hmm. What, what do we need to know? <laughs> Use it. <laughs> <laughs> In my best Nigerian auntie voice, (laughs) use it, okay? Stop this nonsense of walking around and I don't wash my hair with shampoo and I use conditioner. If your conditioner is not a conditioning shampoo, Mm. you need to be using shampoo. And okay, this is where hair goals come into it. I could get very technical about shampoo and tell you interesting facts like um, the word shampoo comes from a Hindi word Mm. in India, Hindi. Yeah. In Hindustan, the, the word shampoo originally meant to massage. Right. Right? Or to press. 
foot massage. Mm-hmm. So that's where the whole concept of shampooing has come from. Yeah, that mm-hmm. word comes from there. And shampoo as we know it is something that literally started in in the early 1900s, probably 1930, that's when you started to see commercial shampoo. Mm. Um, before that, people just used soap berries or soap nuts okay. to wash their hair. They used, um, depending on where they were based, so in mm. the Caribbean, they use, um, they use this, like if you speak to older ladies from the Caribbean, well, right. most of them are probably dead. The person who told me this is sadly no longer with us, but mm. they use the coconut shells. Okay. They crush them and they would do stuff to it and they would use that to wash their hair. So there's a lot of things in nature that were used to shampoo people's hair and to remove it. So I think from the 1930s, that's when you started to get like commercial shampoos, shampoo as we know it, as we've been brought up to Mm. believe shampoo should be. And um, so people don't like the idea of using using soap berries and soap nuts and all those other things because it's like oh it has a scum on it and mm. it's this but that's because of the interaction between the 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 water yeah hard water has a habit of creating that film of scum and things like that so basically a shampoo is a cleanser mm-hmm. it's supposed to clean your hair and more than cleaning your hair you're shampooing your scalp yeah you see first things first let's get it right you're not shampooing your hair. You're shampooing your scalp. Right. Because your scalp is what supports healthy hair growth. So your scalp needs cleansing. Mm-hmm. Because it's a continuation of the face of the facial skin. It's, yeah. it's, it's skin. It's exactly the same as the rest of your skin. So just because your scalp is under all that hair, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean it's any different. It's, the skin is one organ, one continuous organ. Yeah. You need to clean your scalp. So this is where your shampoo technique comes into it. A lot right. of people, when they shampoo their hair at home, are shampooing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Or they'll be like, oh, I'll shampoo my hair in sections because this YouTuber said this, that, and the other. The only merit of shampooing your hair in sections, right, is so that you get it clean. Yeah. So you, you're working on smaller sections. And because of the curls, mm-hmm. it's easier to, be to make sure that the scalp mm-hmm. is clean. That's what we're focusing on. And there is no need for you to use a half a bottle of shampoo when you're right. shampooing your hair. How you use the shampoo, all that is being done wrong. How should we be doing it? What should we be doing? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> If you could see Nyasha's face. You no, know, the <laughs> exasperation, because it's like, this is why uh, when I'm at work, yes. we do consultations and we do classes. This That's is it. why. This is why, because it's different for every person. Right. And it depends on your hair goals. It depends on what are we trying to do, where are we going, and what product are you using. But basically, what you should be doing is using a good quality sulfate-free shampoo. I think everybody knows that. Yes. Don't use that much shampoo, mm. because it's not... It's not the shampoo's fault that you're using more than you need to. It's like if you put too much fuel in your car, you're just clowning yourself, right? Because mm. now it's, it's. I mean, like most petrol stations will cut off once your tank is full. Yeah. But if they didn't, imagine you just keep pouring into a cup that's full. It's wastage. Mm-hmm. And that stops being effective. And nobody wants to drink a cup of tea or coffee that's filled to the brim and you can't move for, you yeah. know, just stop that. Use less shampoo. Right. And shampoo your scalp. Yes. And rub the product in your hands first before you apply it. Okay? Mm. Those of you who've done chemistry will know why. Carry on. Just put it, do it that way and focus on your scalp 
and don't use your nails, mm. use your finger pads, make sure the dirt, the grit and grime has been removed. Then again, this is where a personalized situation comes into it because some of you use loads of products on your hair. Right. You're using gels, you're using this, you're using so much stuff that please, on behalf of your hair, just go and buy a shampoo with sulfates because you need to remove all that gunk you're Out depositing yeah. on your hair because build up. And some products, this is why we take some people off certain certain oils. Yeah. Because some products will will bond, will they will just come in and become friends with your hair structure. Mm. And the buildup is slow, but it's steady. Mm-hmm. And with about six after six to nine months, people will be like, Oh, so this and that happened and that and the other happened. And it's like, well, yeah, because your hair hasn't been cleansed properly for the right. last nine months. So your shampoo routine is based on what else you do around your hair. Mm. What are you putting on your hair afterwards? How are you moisturizing your hair? What ingredients, what products are those? Because sometimes certain people need to use like a chelating shampoo. It's like it ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> comes in and it just fumigates your head no but it, it, it almost it's like stripping yeah everything from the hair purely because you're the one who's put that stuff on in the that, hair and it mm. needs to come off otherwise you are going to start having problems with not just your hair strands but the hair itself mm-hmm. a, a clean scalp supports healthy hair growth right and shampoos are not made equally so maybe one day I might give them all a bonus episode all about shampoos because the ingredients in shampoos tell you about what the shampoo is or isn't. And they contain all sorts of things, okay? So there are five categories of shampoo detergent. Okay. So if I start telling you what they are now, they're going to want an explanation of each and every one of these. Yeah. And we're not going to do that today. So maybe a bonus episode. There has to be a bonus <laughs> episode because then it's like you've got your anionics, you've got your cationics, you've got your non-ionics, you've got your amphoterics, and you've got your... Please. What do they mean? Exactly. <laughs> Don't ask me what they mean. I know what they mean, but... Mm-mm, mm-mm. Bonus episode. Let's we'll just not do that. Again. Yeah, because it has, to, it has to clean. Yeah. And we have to remove debris. We have to remove smoke. We have to remove all the things that your hair is exposed to on top of the styling product. Yeah. And also don't apply shampoo to your hair because when you rinse out, as the shampoo runs down your hair strands, that's enough cleansing right okay. there. Unless, of course, you see, disclaimer, if you are one of those people who are using four, five, six, seven, eight products, and if your products are shop-bought, mm. just keep using a sulfate, you know, sul- don't even use sulfate-free shampoo. Just use the shampoo with sulfates <laughs> because that detergent, you need to take, take those things out. off. Yeah. If you're using, like for you, you only use castor oil and shea butter. You're yeah. mixing your oils alone. So you can use the sulfate-free shampoo because right. you use it the correct way, it will do a good job. Start adding all the other snorts and all the other curly pooties <laughs> and all the other things with fun, fancy names and lovely smells. Yeah. That needs to be taken out of your hair. Right. Because it, the, you, your hair can only have so much of that in it mm-hmm. before it starts to be a situation. Because even some of our clients who use glycerin, mm-hmm. we tell them you need to proper, proper wash your hair because glycerin is a good friend, but it's also a bad friend. Yeah. So not every, this is why some people will be told use glycerin. Some people will be told, don't use glycerin. It's a question of what do each of our clients need? Mm-hmm. Because we can't just, it's not a one size fits all, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And yet shampoos 
are sold as a one size fits all. Right. So your hair goals, what are you trying to do with your hair? That is very important. That's your starting point. What are you doing with your hair and mm. why? Where do you see your hair in a year's time? Do you see it six inches longer or do you not care? Because that's what you should, at least between four to six inches in any 12-month period is mm -hmm. reasonable hair growth for a person. So are you wanting to have an extra six inches by this time next year? Wow. There's so much. There's yeah. so much that comes with just shampoo, guys. Mm -hmm. um, and and I, this is me just skimming the surface. I've got like yeah. 10 pages of notes and I'm like, no, 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 we're not going to talk about that. Not nah, today. Nah, we're not going to do that. <laughs> like, that's going to lead to too many other questions because, you know. It's a lot. It's a lot of information. And one thing I've picked up mainly from what you've said is the need to know to have someone who knows what they're talking about when it comes to your hair. Yeah. We need trained professionals mm -hmm. telling us things like how to wash our hair. Mm -hmm. Something as simple as how to wash our hair. Yeah. There's so much levels to it. I think for those of our clients who, well, those of our listeners who are based in, in African countries, it's probably a lot cheaper for them mm. to go and have their hair washed for them in the salon. In right. which case, go and get your hair done nicely and ask, what shampoos they're using and you know it's it's it just works out more affordable out yeah. there <laughs> than it does for people elsewhere <laughs> um but it might be just worth it if you have a good person who can shampoo your hair for you your natural hair please just go there pay yeah. for that if that's all you pay for pay for somebody to wash and shampoo your hair properly, properly. yeah what is our moment of grace but Use the correct shampoo for your hair needs. Mm -hmm. So go and get help. Go go and ask for help from a trained professional. Get your if your hairstylist or your hairdresser knows, depending on where you go, knows about your hair. Mm -hmm. They should be able to guide you in the direction of where you should go. Um, we may just have to arrange a discount for our listeners yeah, so that we can send them to somewhere where we trust and we know they'll be given good information that's personalized to them. We'll work on that. Yeah. We'll work on a discount and they can go and just get, get professional help, take the frustration out of your hair washing routine, but understand the importance of cleansing your scalp and removing the stuff that you've put on your hair. Because remember, even without you putting anything on your hair, it's going to absorb things that are... In the environment. In yeah. the environment. And the debris and your skin shedding from, you know, your, your scalp mm. and your sebum, all that stuff, you do need to remove that so you've got a healthy scalp so that you can support healthy hair growth. Brilliant. Please, no more washing our hair with conditioner. There's no need just remember, it's a bit like having played in mud all day and then you think, oh, I'm just going to use moisturizer to clean myself. Mm. Which we brought out last season. We really wanted to emphasize that more because we had so much questions. Yeah. People asking, well, what do you mean? What is no... No poo. Oh, no poo. <laughs> no, some people swear by it. But the yeah. thing is, remember, if somebody's saying they don't shampoo their hair at all mm -hmm. and yet they're using product, their luck's going to run out one day. Yeah. Because your hair can only put up with so much nonsense before it says, mm, this is not going to happen anymore. Mm -hmm. And this is where people wind up having to have an unscheduled haircut yeah. or a hair trim. Or other things start to happen and they don't understand. They're like, oh, but my hair's doing this or my hair's thinning. Or my hair. And you're like, it's not the hair, beloved. Mm -hmm. It's you. 
Yeah, it's, it's you. Your hair is communicating with you. Why is it we all think, oh, I'm getting a bit of a headache. I must be hungry or it must be that mm-hmm. time of the month or it must be this. We can understand the rest of our body. And if we try just a little bit, we, we can, can start to hear our, our own hair too. Perfect. On that note, guys, we're going to leave you there. Thank you for listening in. Share your comments with us. What what have you thought? What has triggered you this episode? I know, yes. There'll be a lot of people triggered. I'm ready <laughs> for you. This whole season. This whole season. Uh, I'm ready for you. Come for me. I'm ready for you. Because, yes, we've got the research. We've got the references. Yeah. So come for us. And, and it's all about growth. It's yes. all about making sure that let's get to the bottom of some of these situations. Perfect. We'll see you next week for episode two. Yay. <laughs>